Blog Talk Radio.
grateful to God. It is another Saturday afternoon. It's actually Saturday before um, Thanksgiving. Next week is a college calendar holiday. Thursday in November uh, is the time set aside that we in the religious world are using as a time for Thanksgiving. Now we know that there are some uh, the origin of it uh, may be a little sketchy but uh, anyway nonetheless we thank God uh, that God works through the good, the bad, and the ugly and certainly as long as we know our uh, purpose in life and our, the plan of God in our life as we don't have to get caught up in a lot of conversations that uh, don't necessarily mean anything or are not beneficial to our life or to our soul salvation. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and as you know, it is Saturday at the 1 p.m. hour. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. at www.blogtalkradio.com dot com slash global hyphen gospel so we want you to tell your family tell your friends tell your neighbors to log on and listen to us and you can remember that all our shows are archived so if perhaps by some chance uh, you did not get to listen to us at any point you can always go back and listen to us for the first time or if perhaps you heard a song or a message that you want to hear again you can go back and listen again and you can share it with Someone else. Uh, we are on social media. We are on Facebook as Global Gospel. We are on Instagram as Global Gospel. We are on Twitter as Global Gospel. So certainly uh, check out the social media sites and like us. Uh, send us a friend request. Uh, we will accept your request. Um, you can also leave us a post, leave us a message, and we will be glad to hear from you and excited to respond back to you. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, zip code 11550. If you need to call and leave a message, you can do so at 516-481-3187. You can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And so once again, we thank you, thank God for all our listeners in the North, South, East, and the West, uh, all our United States listeners, those that are in Norway, those that are in Germany, those that are in Jamaica, West Indies, those that are in South Africa. We thank God for each and every one of you, and we encourage you to continue to listen to us and let others know about it. Also want to shout out. Um, we made a post on yesterday, what are you thankful for? Shout out some of the things that you're thankful for. And we thank God for all the people that responded. Sister Neshia Richburg, who was a guest on Global Gospel. Brother Sal Natale, a co-worker of mine. Uh, Gospel Gwen Watts, a colleague in ministry. Danielle Reed, a friend. Uh, Tish Wiggins, a family member. Tamika Walker Hill, another good dear friend. So we thank God for each and every one of you. We want to wish you and your families a happy Thanksgiving, and we pray that God's blessings be upon your life in this season. We want to share with you our theme here at Global Gospel, and if you've been listening in, you already know what our theme is. Our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians 
4 and 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So we uh, want you to know that the gospel heals, it delivers, it saves, and sets free. Uh, the gospel is free to all. It is the good news and glad tidings of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, green, blue, purple. It doesn't matter your race, your uh, nationality, your gender. But the gospel defies all uh, lines of separation. And it is there for everyone uh, because we all are in this together and we are all trying to just uh, make it to heaven, trying to live right, trying to see Jesus. Uh, so we uh, thank God for each and every one of you. Uh, our post here today is what are you thankful for? And um, just we want you to reflect as we go through the uh, next hour uh, on the things that you're thankful for because we have so many things to thank God for, and if you would like to call us and shout us out and tell us uh, what you are thankful for, uh, you can call us at 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and you can call back, uh, you can call in a little later, uh, we will open up the line for you maybe around like uh, 1.30, but uh, certainly we thank God for each and every one of you, and it's all about Thanksgiving. I'll be back in a few minutes with uh, a message. This song, uh, simply Bishop Charles Blake and the West Angeles Church of God in Christ. Lord, I thank you. This is a little churchy, so you can put your hands together as long as you're not driving. If you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel. But if you're somewhere where we're not mobile, you can put your hands together. Lord, I thank you. Oh, my God. 
so many things to thank God for, for. I thank God for life, health, and strength. And those things, it seems, um, we, we say we can take it for granted until we don't have life, until we don't have health, until we don't have strength. Just the simple air that we breathe. Air becomes very precious when you can't breathe. Uh, water becomes that we take for granted and we buy water like it's going out of style. And we have uh, all types of water. We have uh, uh, water with vitamins, water, vitamin water. We have mineral water. We have smart water. We have spring water. We have purified water. But all those things uh, become uh, insignificant when you can't find any water. If you are in a, a dry place, in a thirsty place, uh, the Bible says in a dry and thirsty land where no water can be found. And there's a metaphor of uh, simply being uh, without God. So God becomes uh, very important in our life. God becomes the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, the food on our table, the clothes on our back, when we have nothing else to depend upon. I do want to share a particular passage of Scripture on this afternoon, our, our passage of Scripture that we are going to share in regards to Thanksgiving comes from Acts, the, the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, the Acts of the Holy Spirit, the third chapter Verses 1 through 10, I will read. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to re receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. That was and they knew that it was he which sat for alms 
at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Psalms 100, a very familiar passage of scripture. Uh, at verse 4, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Kirk Franklin said it, silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Stay tuned to Global Gospel, and we'll be right back with continuing of that
join me in saying I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Uh, we are in uh, a day and time where there is so much going on in this world, and uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. I am reminded of, um, in the 1800s, a man, a writer by the name of Charles Dickens wrote a book, and it was a uh, political, uh, satirical, political fiction novel about the French Revolution. And he had some famous opening lines, and the first paragraph of that book went this way. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epic of belief. It was the epic of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on it being received for good or for evil in the superlative degree of comparison only. The opening lines of um, A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'm talking about the French Revolution. And uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, said in the 60s, he gave a message or a sermon uh, entitled Remaining Awake Through uh, a Great Revolution. And he, and, it, and he was speaking to the political, social, and economic issues of that time. And today, in 2018, we still have some of the same political, social, and economic issues because it seems like we are in the midst of a worldwide uh, revolution because there is so much going on in politics and our economy. There's money out there, but there's people that don't have money. Uh, there's uh, political offices out there, but there's corruptions in political office. Uh, we have some of the best health care that has uh, been known to man in history, but people are still sick and dying from cancer, from AIDS, from heart trouble, from kidney trouble, from uh, ailments and uh, plane accidents, car accidents, and boat accidents, and uh, bicycles. And we just had a, a small snowstorm the other day, and there were so many hundreds of accidents that took place just from a, a little bit of snow, just total chaos. The world is in chaos, but it behooves us to remain thankful uh, no matter what's going on in our life because it comes a point, as the song said, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. There comes a point in our life where money does not mean anything. Cars does not mean anything. And all we uh, uh, bling bling and uh, our jobs, our sources of income really don't mean anything if we don't have our life, if we don't have our health, and if we don't have our strength. In the uh, scripture uh, that we uh, shared on this afternoon, we find Peter and John. And the Bible declares they, they went up together into the temple at the hour of praying, being the ninth hour. So it was prayer time, and they were doing what they were supposed to do. They were going uh, to prayer. But something happened on their way to, to, the, 
to the prayer meeting. And I believe that sometimes uh, in our lives we set out to do one thing, but God has another plan and purpose for our life. And it wasn't the, they had uh, they of course I'm sure they knew how to pray when they got to the temple. But uh, the Clark sisters sang a song, Lord, give me a praying spirit. But I believe that because prayer was in their spirit, something happened on their way to prayer. And so, uh, so many times we just have to make an effort to do what God would have us to do. We have to uh, just uh, go in the right, start out in the direction to do that which is right. Because when you do what you're supposed to do, when you do what's uh, supposed to be right, not only will you be blessed, but other people will be blessed. And it says, a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And it seems so uh, oxy, like an oxymoron because it was the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. The gate was called, the place that they were at was called Beautiful. But in this beautiful place, here was a lame man. Uh, uh, and in a lame situation, now uh, he could not move. He could not provide a livelihood for himself. That's why he was there every day, waiting for uh, what he could get from other people, whatever um, money or whatever food or whatever clothing. He relied on the mercy, relied on the mercy of other people for his daily existence. And it was at the temple. He was outside of the house. Of God, and I just wondered those people that um, it's just a question in my mind. Those people that brought him and laid him at the gate, had they ever thought to bring him inside of the sanctuary, inside of the church, inside of the house of God? And that's um, something that we can ask ourselves: Are we give and give to so many people, but have we offered them into the house of God? Have we offered them to have a relationship with Christ for themselves? There's so many people that ask us sometimes. Oh, pray for me, this, that, the other. But uh, we need to encourage them that they can have a relationship with God and they can pray uh, for themselves. And you don't have to, um, you really don't have to beg people to go to church. But when time comes for them to go to church, I do believe that God will uh, make a way for them to come to church. I remember uh, September 11th, uh, 2001, 9-11, uh, so clearly. And uh, immediately after that, um, we had a, a program, a joy night going on, and there was so many people. I'm telling you, after 9-11 happened, there was so many people in church. Uh, there was, uh, they had the people were standing room only uh, around the walls, uh, chairs down the aisles, because uh, so many people were anxious to get into the presence of God, anxious to tell God uh, thank you uh, for sparing their life. And we've heard so many testimonies. Over the years, from people we know, from people that we don't know, from family members, from neighbors, uh, from friends, as certainly how they escaped uh, with their life uh, out of uh, New York City, uh, the two uh, uh, towering uh, infernos, basically. And uh, they had a thankfulness uh, that began somewhere outside of the church, but they brought their thankfulness and their praise and their worship uh, with them. And it says, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. So he, he saw these two men, these disciples, these men of God. And the Bible declares to let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, 
which is in heaven. The Bible tells us that we are the salt of the earth. And sometimes people, we've heard it over and over, that you're the only Bible that some people read. Uh, your neighbors, they see you. Your coworkers see you. The people uh, in the supermarket see you. So you have to be careful of how you act uh, and how people uh, receive you, how they perceive you as well. And, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Uh, he t- told the layman to look at them. Simply to look at them And he gave heed unto them The man listened Because they spoke with authority And when you speak with authority People will uh, listen And sometimes we have to command change And we have to let people know What thus saith the Lord And people will respond They will, if they don't, Even if they don't respond They have to respect you Because God's word will not return Unto him void He watches over his word to perform it, and it does what it is, it, it sets out to accomplish. And he gave heed to them, expecting to re- receive something of them. How many of you know that the world is looking for something from the Christian or the believer? Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. They didn't uh, beg uh, this man, oh, Move your leg, uh, stretch your toes, stretch your feet. They simply uh, gave this man a command in the name of Jesus Christ. And certainly there is power in the name of Jesus. There is no other name given under heaven whereby we might be saved but at the name of Jesus. It is at the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory and honor of God our Father. There is power in the name of Jesus. How many of you know if somebody said, if you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. You can call him in the morning. If you call him in the noon, you can call him at night. When you, when you can't reach anybody else, you need to know that you can go to Jesus. You can call on his name because his name is holy and his name is righteous. He is our savior. He's our healer. He's our deliverer. He's our soon-coming king. He was, he is, and he is soon to come. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Uh, He took him by the right hand. And you might say, well, what is significance? Well, most of the time, when you shake somebody's hand, you shake their right hand, unless there's a a problem or the person has a uh, handicap or, or whatever the situation, and the person may say, oh, excuse my left hand. Uh, you know, uh, most people, they write with their right hand. And even there was a point in history where uh, people tried to make uh, children, and there's nothing wrong with being left-handed. Let's clear that up. But sometimes people try to make children uh, in the education system or at home, they try to make them write with their right hand if they, if they seem to favor their left hand. Because there was even a point in history where it was, uh, it was said by the religious world that uh, left-handed people were demon-possessed. And, so they, and you know, a lot of things have been said and done in ignorance, but we have uh, knowledge now, and so we don't have to hold on to, hold on to old wise tales or, or things that have uh, uh, no um, solid uh, grounds for, um, to, to, to be carried out. So they took him by the right hand because the right hand is the a hand of power. It is the hand of authority. Uh, we know that Jesus is seated 
at the right hand of the Father. The Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. In his right hand uh, treasures forevermore. Uh, Isaiah 41 and 13 says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. The right hand is a helping hand. And certainly we thank God because so many times we have we uh we we use the expression my right hand man or my right hand woman, but uh, that is not something we should take lightly because uh, the right hand is a is a hand of honor, is a hand of respect. It is uh, biblically speaking, the right hand was used to bless people. The right hand was used for anointing. Uh, there were so many things that have been done with the right hand, and so we have to be careful uh, who who uh, we give our right hand to. We have to be careful who receives a helping hand. Uh, so we have to uh, be careful what we do with our hands because God gave our, us our hands to work uh, in his uh, vineyard. And the Bible says that he that put his hand to the plow and look it back is not fit for the kingdom. And we've even uh, made that colorful for ourselves and said uh, put our hands to the gospel plow. Now, I don't know much about plowing, but plowing suggests that you go forward. And certainly our hands have been given to us to move in a forward direction. So on today, on to this afternoon, if you have put your hands to the plow, uh, don't look back because God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And whatever work that you started, he that have begun a good work in you, is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God will not go back on his word. God's word cannot and will not fail. Psalm uh, 24 and 4 says, He that have clean, uh, 24 and 3 says, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. And so uh, we just make sure we keep our hands clean. And so we, the Bible even tells us we don't even have to swear, but let your yea be yea and your nay uh, be nay. And uh, then you don't have to worry about uh, getting uh, entrapped in something that you shouldn't be in, uh, trapped in. So they took him by his right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received a strength. And so this man, he was lame since his 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 uh, mother's birth. So that means uh, he was he had some issues his whole life, and he had he so he had never even uh, known uh, the strength that you could have in your feet or your ankle bones. And it's just like uh, people that go through surgeries or traumas and things, they have to go to uh, uh, rehab and learn how to walk all over again. But this man was walking for the first time. It says immediately. His feet and ankle bones received strength, and it thinks about. I think about how uh, when Ezekiel was in the valley of the dry bones, and uh, the question came: uh, Can these bones uh, live again? And uh, and uh, but and God told Ezekiel to prophesy to the situation, and so basically Peter and John prophesied to this man's situation, and when Ezekiel prophesied to the dry bones, all the bones uh, came. Together, And then when you speak life into a situation, everything will come together. And not will, not will it just come together, but it will have strength. And uh, we learned in school that the skeletal system 
gives you strength. It gives you shape and support. So whatever God brings together will have strength. It will have shape. And you will have a support system. And uh, certainly if you don't have anybody else, you do have God. And it says, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. We are always to praise God. We have so many things to praise God for. And as I posted yesterday about what are we thankful for, so many people, one of the main things that everybody just said, they were thankful for life. It's something that we take for granted. It's life is so precious. Uh, it's, it's like a vapor. You can be here one minute and, and gone in the same minute. Uh, time does not wait on anybody, and we don't have a lot of time. Uh, so it behooves us of what time we have, uh, we should give God thanks for what we have. We should give him glory, honor, and praise. Psalms 107 and 8 said, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works towards the children of men. This man, as I read in Psalm 104, entered into God's gates, into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. He was leaping, and he entered with them into the temple. He went in at the hour of prayer, just like uh, they did. And so many times we think um, that we have to get uh, to church to praise God, but certainly we should, uh, a part of your uh, praise is the effort, a part of your worship is making the effort uh, to uh, go to, to, to church. Uh, that's why we offer him the sacrifice of praise. And part of your worship experience is just uh, in the Old Testament when they had to go to Jerusalem for feasts and, and whatever holidays was, part of it, uh, their worship experience was the fact that they were going. So I encourage somebody on this afternoon to just go. Go uh, and do what God has commanded you to do in life. Uh, don't sit there. If you're in a beautiful place, uh, pray that God... Uh, it doesn't make sense to be in a beautiful place but be lame. It doesn't make sense to be in a place that people come in awe and ooh and take pictures and sightsee, and you're in a place of depression and a place of oppression and a place of uh, immobility. But just give God uh, thanks where you are outside of the temple. Before you get to the place of worship, just give God thanks. We are thankful for so many things, uh, life, health, and strength. If the Bible says, and now, I mean, the songwriter says, and now let the weak say I am strong. This lame man could now say that he's strong. Let the poor say I'm rich. John and uh, Peter and John didn't have gold, but they were rich with the spirit of God. The blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow with it. And certainly we can be seated in heavenly places because of Christ Jesus. Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the poor Say, I'm rich because of what the Lord has done. Give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Don Moen. Stay tuned and be blessed. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Thank you. 
Thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor for you worthy to be praised. We thank you for your word that silver and gold have we none, but such as we have in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And we pray on this afternoon that someone rises up and someone walks and someone gives you thanks with a grateful heart, knowing that you are the Holy One of Israel, that you are a healer, our Savior, our deliverer, that you can do all things but fail, that you can lift us up uh, out of a horrible pit. And for that reason, we give you thanks for sending your son, Jesus, that we might have a right to the tree of life. In this season, somebody feels like they're all alone, that they don't have anyone to celebrate with, God. But we just uh, pray that their hearts are encouraged, God. They may feel suicidal and down and out, but you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So we bind everything that's not like you, for you said whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and we lose your favor, we lose your blessings, or we lose your prosperity on their life and in the lives of others. We cast our cares on you, knowing that you care for us and you are touched by the feeling 
of our infirmities, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you are the one who deliver us out of them all. We thank you today that healing is the children's bread. You said no good thing that you, which you withhold from us if we walk upright, God. So we thank you for opening doors that have been closed in our lives. We thank you for shutting doors in our lives that need to be closed. And God, if we had 10,000 tongues, we could not thank you enough for all you've done. We thank you, God, that you shed your blood for the remission of our sins. We thank you on today. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. This is our prayer for every listener, for every believer, for every unbeliever, that they would know you on today in a personal way that they may give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Once again, you are listening to Global Gospel. We thank you all of our listeners for tuning in. You have about 10 minutes if you want to call in and tell us why you're thankful. 619-924-0800. Richard Smallwood, only a look at Jesus. And uh, certainly all we have to do is look upon him. Uh, the lame man looked on uh on the disciples, but Christ was in them, so actually they saw a representative of Jesus, but only a look. You can reach us, Global Gospel Live.
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All our shows are archived. So once again, you can tell your family and tell your friends. And if you missed the first part of this show, as we talked about what are you thankful for, and the main things that most of us are thankful for are life, health, and strength, family. And perhaps you may not be in your best health, but as long as you're alive, certainly there is hope, and we know that to live is Christ. And to die is game So uh, Paul said that basically you're in a win-win situation If you uh, know who God is If you know who you believe in If you know him as your personal savior If the gospel has found you uh, And the only way the gospel has not found you Is that you are lost The only way you haven't found the gospel Is that if you are lost Um, I want to close on today As we come to the close of the hour Wishing everybody a happy and bless Thanksgiving. Pray uh, that you have uh, traveling mercy as you travel to and your, from your several uh, destinations. Don't eat too much. Don't overdo it. If you know you're not supposed to eat something, don't eat it. <laughs> Use common sense. Uh, so once again, we thank you for all our listeners. Uh, it is just a blessing 
to uh, always hear from each and every one of you and to read your posts. Uh, I leave you with this, uh, Reverend James Cleveland and the Gospel Music Workshop of America. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. God has been so good to me. Every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. We know that every day is a day that the Lord has made. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what happens, give God glory, honor, and praise. God bless you. Until next week at 1 p.m. You have been listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Town.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.